Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Remember, in this hour, we will be doing our Dallas Cowboys giveaway. It will be for December 20th. You and a friend or an enemy that you want to scoreboard over will get invited to a tour of the star, catered lunch, and a chance to watch Cowboys practice. We can't even watch Cowboys practice. So you will get that opportunity. We'll do that giveaway today and tomorrow in the noon o'clock hour. Now, that is awesome. It is awesome. You can't buy it. You can't buy something like that. And you get to see, like, you'll have a good idea. If you want to ask us questions about this, you'll have a good idea of who's going to be starting in certain spots and what what things are going on based on what you see in the practice. I'm pretty sure that includes the meet and greet with AI Jerry. You're kidding me. I'm pretty sure it does. Now it's time for Mike asking all the football questions. All right, my first one we can spend a chunk of time on. I do think this is interesting. I wanted to bring this up. Obviously, Dak Prescott has a real chance with five games left to win the MVP. This Sunday night's game is huge. If he loses this one, my opinion real quick is we can throw it out the window. I think you're probably right. Losing both to Philadelphia would be tough to vote him over Jalen Hurts or him over uh, Brock Purdy, but... Right now, he has a real chance of winning the MVP. Micah Parsons has a real chance of winning Defensive Player of the Year. It's probably leaning towards Miles Garrett right now, but he's in your kind of right now. There are now. some odds that have Mike as the favorite. Right, okay, so right now, Dak has a real chance of winning the MVP. Micah has a real chance of winning the Defensive Player of the Year. My question is, and I can expand on it, but my question is, I'll go to you first, Corey. Will voters vote Micah Parsons Defensive Player of the Year and Dak Prescott MVP giving both awards to the Dallas Cowboys? If and only if there is clear separation between them and whoever's next. Like if there's clear, like let's say Micah has, uh, I don't know, 10 sacks in the last few games and Dak Prescott's numbers stay where they are right now, there's, there's no denying that. But if it's close, I can totally see voters being like, mm, nah, we're going with one of the guys. Obviously, for, for MVP, for Defensive Player of the Year is pretty unique, though, because if that defense is, is stout, then it deserves it. But I see what you're saying because they don't want to just give too much love to this team that gets a lot of hype already. Isn't uh, that what, like, now, Kevin, you answer the question, but isn't that kind of what happens when you go to, whether it's Manager of the Year, Coach of the Year, and MVP, like there's – 
we don't want to give all of it to one team. And that's why I'm conflicted about this because I know we've talked with Mickey a couple of different times when Player of the Week came out. And, like, we didn't, you, you didn't give the award to Brandon Aubrey because they're like, well, the Cowboys also won this and this this week, and so you weren't going to happen. So I want to say no, but then when that gets thrown out, I am conflicted. I'm going to say that won't be a factor in this, but I understand your question. Yeah. I understand uh, Corey's answer, and I could end up being wrong. I, I know this is different. I'm going to give an example. I'm going to, I don't know, humble brag, I guess, here. I get to vote for the Duncanville Hall of Honor because I'm part of it. And sometimes I start going, I don't want to vote for four girls basketball players. Now, I know this is a little bit different, right? I, it's like how many girls – Duncanville has a great history of girls basketball. So you try to like – you try to even it out a little bit when voting for these things. Is that fair? It might not be fair, but that's the reality of humans. Sometimes you look at it and go, I don't want to vote. I don't think Mike McCarthy's up for coach of the year, but I don't want to vote for Cowboys coach of the year, Cowboys MVP, Cowboys defensive player of the year. And I wonder, kind of expanding here to, to further the conversation is, I just wonder when you're voting and a person has to vote for all these pretty much at the same time, if they're like, dude, Dak is in a close race here. Micah's in a close race here. I'm going to vote for one of them, but I'm not going to vote both of them Cowboys because if it plays out that way, do we just want it to be a Cowboys award show? And did they outperform? Did the Cowboys okay. team, did these guys outperform all of the NFL? In that instance, then, do you think the default would go to Micah, who has already consistently been up in the mix? Versus Dak, who there was buzz in 2016. We all remember that. But since then, not really, where Micah has been in second place. Do you think people will default where, well, I'm going to go with Micah? I, it's a great question. I think, unfortunately, you'll have both ends of it where somebody will default to Micah Parsons and then some will uh, default to Dak Prescott, Corey, and then... Dak didn't get all the votes that maybe he deserved. Micah didn't get all the votes that he possibly deserved because... These voters are going, I'm going to vote for a Cowboy. I'm not voting for the Cowboys. Yeah. And then do they both lose the award based off of, because sometimes we look at Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey and go, who are they going to vote for? Or when you go to baseball, uh, and I'm just going to, to a baseball thing, is am I going to vote for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout if they're both having a great year? Like, I, I don't want this to all go to one team. So I'm going to add more teams in there and I just think that there's a strong possibility that if both of these guys end up kind of in the awards for like they're both in the final three that voters are going to go I'll vote for Dak but I'm not going to vote for Micah I'm going to vote for Micah but I'm not going to vote for Dak I'll put them second place on my uh list but not both of them first the I, I will add this to like somebody and I think we needed to probably add this at the beginning Cowboys went out that's that's definitely their that conversation for the last three for the top three guys in this in in those votings right like right. Cowboys went out if they lose a couple a couple games that's not going to matter I probably should have done this I didn't do it I just don't remember in the history of football since we've been around a whole bunch of Lawrence Taylor and Phil Sims I both didn't wanted look this or up. I should have, Tom Brady yeah. and you know help me out with one of their best defensive players you know of their time they both won the MVP and the yeah you know it's just it's really tough to find in the history of this they try to 
they try to even it out almost. Like, we're not going to give all the awards to just one team. It's just going to be interesting if the Cowboys went out and they have a real opportunity at MVP, a real opportunity at Defensive Player of the Year. Would the Cowboys sweep this? I, I think it could happen from those two perspectives. I understand yeah. the thought that they would not. Okay, so that was just my thought process. And when I have to vote for something like this, sometimes I I try to even it out a little bit and not just give it all to one uh, you know, basketball thing or one team gets all the awards. Well, and I do have this question right now. Do you have odds on those guys on Micah? Because Micah's at 11 and a half sacks. Khalil Max at 15 and TJ Watts at 14. And I, I just wonder like when it comes to that, if, if, Mike is that far behind. Does he stand a real chance at it? Or is I, there more about the buzz of this? Is, he might end up with a better year than he's ever had and still be behind those guys in some of these numbers. The, the places I'm looking right now, Michael Parsons is the favorite. And then it's Miles Garrett, uh, TJ Watt, Deron Bland are all Deron Bland. There's a big gap between those three, I should say. Micah, Garrett, T.J. Watt, and then there's a big gap okay. until you get to Deron Bland. Because remember, the other argument that's going to be made is Micah Parsons' is versatility and being able to fall back into the linebacking core when you really needed him. Okay, my, I didn't make these no, no, odds. No. I'm just telling you what they said. So we'll we'll move on, but I just wanted to kind of throw that out. I just wonder if Dak and Micah, in a weird way, not going uh, up for the same award, could lose votes to each other. Yeah, because it's an interesting a, question. An award person isn't just going to go Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. Okay, so next one. Um, the Eagles and the Dolphins right now are the number one seed with five games to go. Do both of these teams hold on to the number one seed at the end of the year? And if not, who doesn't and who takes it? No. Agreed. I think the Dolphins I think the Dolphins can easily lose out to the Ravens in this. Uh and maybe even the Chiefs if the Chiefs can figure their crap out. And I I think the Eagles are about to lose a couple. I think they are. So I think both of well, them. Obviously, will if they out. lose to the Cowboys, the 49ers, as long as they win, take over the one seed because they have the head to head win. Yeah, and that was going to be my argument is I think neither of them hold okay. on to the number one seed. San Francisco makes a lot of sense to me. And what Corey just said, I, I, I could see the Ravens. So you think both of you agree that both? You're saying I right think, now you'd say, say Ravens not, and 49ers yeah. are the one yep. seeds yeah. at the end of the year? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Although Ravens and Dolphins going head to head is going to be great because yeah. you might very well see that decided in that game. Okay, so pull this up if you don't have it pulled up already. I gave you guys a little bit of warning. Is who won't make the playoffs that's in the playoffs right now and who is going to make the playoffs that's on the outside looking in? I think that the Browns and Vikings won't make the playoffs. And I think that the Texans and Rams will. Uh, So the Browns and Vikings, because I'm looking at Browns and they're just their quarterback situation just puts them in peril. And I think that they have a, a, I mean, they have the Texans. The Texans have an opportunity to beat them to put themselves into the playoffs late in the season here. Uh, There's a possibility maybe the Colts fall out too. I'm amazed that the AFC South might have three teams in there uh, in the playoffs at some point. And if Trevor Lawrence is okay. Uh, But then on the other side, I just don't believe in the Vikings. They've been very, I, I said to you earlier this morning, 
are they the most uh, irrelevant team to you? Because I just don't think about the Vikings, and you said they were irrelevant to you last year. Yeah, and they won 13 games. But I do think the Rams are on this kind of this stretch that's putting them in a better position right now to to make a uh, to get a spot in the playoffs. So I think Browns and Browns and Vikings are out. Texans and Rams make their way in. I did less work than Corey, but we came away with two of the same answers. Okay. Is I think the Vikings will miss the playoffs, but I think the Texans are in. I, you look at the Texans' schedule, and winning that game over Denver, I wouldn't have thought this about a month ago, but that was freaking yeah. huge for them. I'll but, tell you real quick, I am worried that Jacksonville's not going to make the playoffs. So here. I guess there's the, the I, I am worried about that too, and then that would maybe be the Texans-Colts winning that division. Do you think the Bills can climb their way back into this before the season's over? They I have, can't rule it out. They have a very tough. No, no, it's a great question. They have a very tough schedule, so they they need. It looks like in the AFC, you're going to have to get to ten wins and maybe even have a tiebreaker. Uh, there, there's probably going to be a team that's left out if you look at the AFC that might get to ten wins and is left out because they lose the tiebreaker to the other ten win team. Uh, in the NFC, it's a lot different. If you get to nine wins, I think you're going to get that last spot. I could see that. Okay. My last football question of the week right now with five games to go. The Bears are drafting number one because they have the Panthers pick. The Patriots are drafting number two, and the Cardinals are drafting number three. Do you think that it will go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback? No. I The first two? 100%. I... I can't say 100%, but there's just been so much buzz on, let's just stick with Williams and May, assuming they both go into the draft. There's been so much buzz on them forever. I I, I could believe that, but the buzz for Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. is also off the charts. So my argument would be, at least at this point, quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver. And he's an Ohio State guy. And they just Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, no, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at Chicago there. Oh, this. Chicago, Chicago has, has the pick and add D- him to DJ Moore with Justin Fields, I'm feeling very – I know they need an offensive lineman. Hey. And if they stick with Justin Fields. And if I'm Chicago, I consider making this – not the exact same deal as last year, but looking for another team that's at 3-4. This mock draft has up. Caleb Williams going to the Bears at 1 and then Joe Alt, uh, offensive tackle of Notre Dame, going number 5 to the Bears. So, okay. I mean, I'm not – now they could, they could try to trade down out of 1 – the issue is if you don't believe the Cardinals want to take a quarterback. Yeah, uh, Washington is number four. The Jets, if they're all they in Aaron on Aaron Rodgers, yeah. if they take a quarterback, he's leaving the the Jets. We've already seen that happen in Green Bay. So you just start going down the list. They probably eight. Vegas needs one. Like you know, do you go all the way down from one to eight? And you're not obviously getting Marvin Harrison Jr. there. Um, and then. At 10, they have Jaden Daniels. I wonder how high up, we're out of time, but I wonder how high up when we get through, I bet he kills it at combine stuff. And I bet Jaden Daniels finds his way into the top five of this draft because of, he did have the numbers and then I bet at 6'4", 210 and what he's going to do combine-wise, yeah. somebody's going to fall in love with him in the top five. That could be the situation for number two, though. You move on from the head coach and now pair your new head coach with a quarterback for the rest of their careers and ho- hope that, that that's the thing that the new head coach and the new quarterback 
can run together. I understand the logic behind that for sure. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, following segment is not meant to troll Bobby, but does Mike McCarthy deserve more praise? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And here's the ball game for Seattle. 41-35 Dallas, 111 to play. Fourth down and two from the 50. Three receivers right, all three of their targets to the right. Smith. Rushed by Parsons. He couldn't get it away. It was at the foot of DJ Dallas and the Micah Parsons pressure forces an incomplete pass and Dallas will hold on to win it at home. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I want to throw this out there. Demarcus Lawrence is the Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. He's a good man right there. He's a good man. What a cool award that would be to win as well. Now... I was reading an article. Is it because it's the Walter Payton Award or the Man of the Year Award? Which part of it's the coolest part? I I think it's the Walter Payton and everything he stood for and what he means to so many people. He's my favorite football player. See? There you go. Yeah, he's my favorite tech mobile player. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. In your face, Bo Jackson. And so I just think that would be an amazing award to even be nominated for, let alone win. And also, in this segment, we will do our Dallas Cowboys giveaway. But. I was reading an article, not yet, okay. not cool. yet, I was reading an article from Blog and the Boys that sparked my interest on researching this a little bit more. It said, Mike McCarthy deserves more praise. That's the crux of it, and it walks through several different notions. It's a good article. You should go check it out. 
by uh, David Howman. Not Hellman, David Howman. And this is that really David Hellman just I, under the ghostwriter name? I don't know name? that to be the case. David it, Howman. If it is, I don't know that letter. to be the case. But while I was looking at that, I saw another article that I'm sure we're all familiar with that came out yesterday that said Cowboys have a replacement head coach if they falter a question mark. And then it was like, hey, if the Cowboys don't make a deep playoff run, they're already ready to replace him with Quinn. And Yeah, that was like from Sports Skeeta, right? Yeah. yeah, I saw that too. I was like, what is happening right now? And, and so just those two things popping up at the same time I thought was odd. So I wanted to just ask the question first, and then we'll dive into why I think the answer is yes. Do you think Mike McCarthy deserves praise or maybe even deserves more praise? He deserves more praise. I guess I don't feel like he's getting any praise. Yes. Uh, Do you feel it's like-, like it's almost like they're waiting for the Cowboys to lose in the playoffs, which let's face it, they probably will right now. Sure. They're going to have to go on the road for three games to try to make it to the Super Bowl. And it's like, I don't want to praise him because I want to demolish him when they lose the playoff game. They're probably going to lose like he is doing a heck of a job. Dak Prescott is doing it himself. You always give credit to the player first. He's never been better in his career than this year. And I get it. As you age, he's in the prime of his playing career. But let's face it, Mike McCarthy, this is his first year to call plays, his first year where him and Dak, like it or not, whether Dak likes it or not, if you hear from some people that are in Dak's camp, he's getting the most out of Dak, and Dak is doing his best job. So to me, yeah, he deserves a lot of praise. This team... Uh, looks like they might have the MVP at the quarterback. They look like they have a good chance of winning the division if somebody falters. Like, maybe everything falls apart. Maybe we can blame McCarthy at the end of the year for a whole bunch of things. But right now, Mike McCarthy deserves a lot of praise for what this team has accomplished. 30, 33 wins in his tenure. Am I am I correct about that? 33 out of 46 potential games, I believe. Oh, so maybe in the last Since three 2021. years. Yeah, because he obviously was part of the Dak didn't quarterback, yeah. so he had fart smoke hat maker for one game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and the no, offense know. looks right now as fluid as I think we've seen it in a long time. Many different options, many different uh, – uh, options at receiver and, and still some of the elements that I think that with the tight end position that I didn't see in even whenever he was with the Green Bay it always felt like Green Bay was going to have the next best tight end and Aaron Rodgers would be like not throw to that guy yeah uh, and then you'd be like dang or that dude would have one good season and then disappear and so yeah I think the here's the the factors that I, I need from my head coach especially if, if if he's coming into this kind of a situation I need somebody who can organize the team and have a great vision for what he wants them to be like. All right. And that is they came in and sat down and with Will McClay and said, we want here's what we want a Cowboys player to look like at each one of these positions. We need size. We need speed. We need these things. They did define the Cowboys defense as speed. And guess what he did? He said, hey, Dan Quinn, that's your defense. That's your baby. I'm not going to interfere with that too much. I'm going to let you design it. Go be great at it. And Dan Quinn has built one of the best Dallas defenses we've seen in a long time. And so I think the ability to kind of put ego aside on some things and and say what's best for the team is the most important thing. And he's done that so far. What it, When it comes to the Dak Prescott part, though, 
and what they're doing offensively? Because this isn't just about the offense, right? Yep. This conversation isn't just about the Cowboys offense. But whenever you look at what Dak's doing right now, I think there's a lot of nuance that Kellen just did not know. Things that Kellen didn't, rules that Kellen Moore didn't have in place. When Mike goes and plays golf, whether he knows it or not, he has rules that he plays by. He has things in his mind, in his swing, that he knows he has to do. Me, I go and I try to hit ball, and that's about it. And I have no rules to go on. Now, if I had those rules and things, it might help me a little bit. And I think there are nuances that Mike McCarthy, with his quarterback school or whatever, and other quarterbacks that he's worked with over time, that he thinks you have to do these certain things. And maybe Kellen Moore just didn't know some of these other things, much like watching him run out of bounds or slide yeah. instead of always trying to take a put his shoulder into somebody. That's one little thing that is making Dak more effective this year. And I think I continue to go back to this in the credit discussion from the 682. All last year it was Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore. This year it's Dak, Dak, Dak. McCarthy never gets any credit. And I guess my argument to that would be, I think he deserves some. And so I wanted to look at a couple of different things. So this year, and I did focus a lot on the offense, but some of this does work in cooperation with the defense. The offense is seventh in time of possession, but perhaps more impressive, they're second in drive success rate. And essentially drive success rate determines, you know, first downs, touchdowns based off of percentage of offensive plays you actually have. Mm -hmm. So they're second in the league in that. They're also to who? Uh, San Francisco and betting. Are they? That's a similar stat okay. to earlier that I showed you. And Kevin, it is San Francisco because both Cowboys and San Francisco are almost on historic seasons offensively. And if with that in mind, don't you feel like Shanahan gets all yeah. kinds of credit? Oh, for sure. And I'm not saying that McCarthy is Shanahan-esque or at that exact same level. I'm just saying, it feels like if you're right behind the team where the coach gets lots and lots of credit and the quarterback gets lots of credit, being on the team where the quarterback gets lots and lots of credit, you would at least get some credit to go along with and that. And for anybody right now that's like, well, I mean, it's it's clearly Dak that's the reason for all this. But then you go back and you, and you point out that, hey, Mike McCarthy has had success as a head coach calling plays. And immediately they go, yeah, but it was Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we have Dak, so shouldn't we just be be just fine? I mean, it's Dak. It's like yep. he's just like Aaron Rodgers, is basically what you told me, until you needed the other side to argue against it. And right now, Dak's on pace to have the second-best QBR of his career behind only his rookie year. But I decided to look into something that came up in a crosstalk maybe last week about Justin Herbert, all right? So if, it's, if it was Kellen Moore... And then he went over to the Chargers, and the Chargers have been dominating and everything like that. Yet they have not. And here's a couple of things that I looked up about that. Justin Herbert, his QBR this year, it was better two years ago. Like it is, it is on pace to be better than it was last year, but it's also on pace to not be as good as it was two years ago. Last year, the Chargers offense averaged 23 points per game without Kellen Moore. This year with Kellen Moore, 22.9. So it's literally almost exactly the same. Last year's team went 10 and 7. This year they're on pace to go 7 and 10. Juxtapose that against the Cowboys offense. Last year they vaunted Kellen Moore offense, 27 and a half points a game. This year's Cowboys offense, 32.3 points per game. And so the thing there is, I agree. Dak definitely deserves 
credit for this, but I don't think this is a 100% deal. I don't think you can say the success of this team goes to Dak Prescott and Dan Quinn. Like, I know there are plenty of other people involved, but I, I would think if that's your pie, that Mike McCarthy would get in there somewhere. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. The the I think the when we asked Jerry a couple years last year about about this, and it came down when Jerry was like, "Look, he he really takes a lot of pride in not necessarily saying all the attentions on me, but being the one that's kind of shepherding the the organization through this thing." He loved the fact he loved he still does love the fact that he left Green Bay and that their success was what it was for so many years while he was there and that he got to be part of that success, right? That's the thing I feel like with Mike McCarthy. You could say that maybe he's a, a maniacal egomaniac or whatever, but he came in here and said, hey, uh, Will McClay, do your job. And I'll, 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 when, we, when you send me a player, I'll let you know if I like that guy. And I think that that's one of the big factors is I don't think he has a huge ego that just reigns over the entire program. He wants everybody to be invested in this thing because when players are invested in it, when coaches are invested in, it, in that in their own way, they take ownership and they believe that they have something more to play for and more to work for rather than I just got to go work for this guy because he's a taskmaster master all day. Look, I... I didn't have any favoritism towards Mike McCarthy when he got the job. I was just, to be honest. I thought it was the wrong hire. I was really happy we didn't have to deal with Jason Garrett anymore. I knew that he was the wrong guy. He is an analytical guy that needs to be in front offices. I know Jason Garrett isn't. I know he went on to the Giants, was horrible there, and now he is on TV. Like He's a guy that needs to put together a game plan. I don't mind like Jason Garrett being part of putting together a game plan. I think the game moves way too fast for Jason Garrett to be a successful head coach and I know he had successes as a head coach but I just don't think he's able to keep up with how quick the game moves as a head coach he wants time to for his brain to work to make the adjustments and there's not enough time for his brain to do those things there's only a few seconds to put in the next play I think Mike McCarthy is to me way better than Jason Garrett and way better than the majority of coaches in the NFL I'm to your point Kyle Shanahan's better. Do I think Sean McVay is better? I think Sean McVay is better. Sure. I think there's other co- – I think Andy Reid is better. I think there's – you want me to go down a list? There's probably a list of about seven or eight guys that I'd say probably better than Mike I McCarthy. I have no issue with that either. But if you want to tell me that there's 15 coaches better than Mike McCarthy, I don't think so. There's definitely not 20 coaches better than Mike McCarthy. And there was, to me, almost always 20 coaches better than than Jason Garrett. This is an interesting situation in Dallas. This is not normal. The way the Jones family run an organization is not normal. I think he's arguably one of the best head coaches you can get under the way that the Dallas Cowboys are run. In fact, not having an ego, when you talked about a little bit of his ego not having an ego, you can't have a big ego here. If you have a Bill Parcells ego... You will get run out of here or you'll just kind of want to quit. Yeah. No, that makes sense because working with Jerry and and where that all lands at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Right. But uh, somebody did bring up Schottenheimer and young Shotty and uh, and the uh-huh. way that he, like, I, we we had our chance to interview him. He's a great communicator. He was. He has a lot, a wealth of knowledge about the game and he and McCarthy are on the same page too about what they want to accomplish. He even told us, look, it's not going to be a ground and pound. That's not our goal. Uh, our goal is to be a good, balanced offense. And he also did say, 
Some weeks it's going to be this guy, some weeks that guy. It has it has a bad coach would say, you know what, I don't care that CeeDee Lamb can help us more. We're doing our system, and that's what matters the most. Instead, they said, going to CeeDee Lamb is the best option we have. Let's make that adjustment. And and I think that's totally fine for a lot of Cowboys fans, right? Hey, you want to give him some credit? No problem. Like, I don't think this needs to be a zero-sum credit yeah. game. And so I think multiple people can sure. get credit on this. I give one. I just want to make sure that this is clear to people. I give most of the credit to Dak Prescott. The player always gets the credit. If a person goes from 15 home runs to 40 home runs, I first give all the credit to the player. Yeah, both. But then you have to home run in the World but Series. But then you have to look at who's coaching him and who is maybe helping him make these adjustments. But. The player is the one who's ultimately performing. Dak is ultimately the one who gets the most credit yeah. for Dak's season. But to your points, I do think you have to then start looking at the head coach, the coordinators, the quarterback coach, and go, they have to also be helping too. Now, I wanted to throw something out super quick before we get to Mike Likes It. We're going to cut number 12. This is Dirk on the All the Smoke podcast, and there's a very specific reason I want to talk about this. Because you might have heard some of it before, but it starts out with Luca talk, or excuse me, with Dirk talking about what he thought the impact of Luca was going to be at first. But as it goes along, another interesting thing happens. My my end of career wasn't pretty. You know, we were struggling. There was some talk of tanking going on, and we we needed a little spark plug to to, to change things. I didn't think there was going to be this kid. Uh, I didn't think <laughs> it was going to be this kid when he walked in the first time here in this practice facility. You know, he looked at he's sick. He's a big boy, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure this is going to work. Is he quick enough? Is he athletic enough to go by guys like he is in Europe? And so there were there were plenty of doubts there from from everybody on the team. And you know how you meet already before training camp starts. Uh, you know, you meet a month before and you hoop every day and you work out together. And so guys are test trying to test him a little bit and you know foul him a little bit here and there and in their scrimmages and. And you can already see that this kid's got something about him. He's got that mm-hmm. swag. He knows how to play. He was he was getting with some N1 mixtape passes out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, he- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He was, he was flashing some of the, the, the talent. So we were, we, were, we were thinking, man, he's, he's going to be really good Pause it right there. All right. So I just love the... Yeah, I didn't really know if this kid was going to have it. And then he shows off all his talents and everything like that. But what I love... You didn't just trust Donnie, huh? I guess not. Well, because sometimes the Mavericks didn't either. Is, uh, let's pick it back up, (laughs) you know. I love in that Mark Cuban interview with Follow, he's like, yeah, nobody knew. Analytic people knew. It's like he made sure (laughs) in that to make sure I am giving no credit to people who aren't here anymore. No freaking kidding. Now... I want to pick up the rest of what Dirk says from there about his relationship with Luca, because that led to an amazing social media moment. 
So we were we were we were thinking, man, he's he's going to be a really good player, mm. but uh, I didn't think he was going to go to that level. The <laughs> bass, mean, right? I mean, he's the, my role with him. I guess we're we're friends. We're we're cool. We're you know, when I'm town, we go to dinners or whatever. Mentor would be a little strong because he mm -hmm. he doesn't really need me. I mean, he's he's as you guys right, see, stop he's right he there. I guess we're friends, at which point <laughs> Luca went to Twitter and quote tweeted this and said, at Swish41, you guess we're friends, question mark, with laughing face emojis. And I just appreciate that somebody clearly brought this to your attention and be like, hey, Dirk says he guesses you're friends. I just thought that was super fun. Well, that is kind of a, like... That is an interesting thing because, okay, let's use this with Reggie. We're friends with Reggie, right? Sure. But we're not mentors to Reggie, even though sure. if he needed advice, we would give him advice. And we have done those things right. before along the way. Uh, but, like, there, we worked with Reggie a lot closer than I guess we're, we're, we're friends. But he didn't want to say he was a mentor to Luca. That's what he was trying to get away from was mentor is too much. I guess we're friends and I'm here for him. And and that's kind of, he wasn't saying that, hey, maybe this guy has finally earned my friendship. That's I, not where I was. I don't think that was going. But that's how you could tell they are friends, right? Because that's something you would say to one of your friends, isn't it? You, you can, guess we're friends? You can take your best friends to the top rope and throw them off. Absolutely. And then jump on them and then throw a ladder at them and then hit them in a chair. A couple and times. And you all know it's because it's more fun. A couple times. That's what Colby actually did. He actually me. did. Yes. Yeah, now, Corey, could you imagine if, let's just say, I don't know, December 20th. Okay. You got the opportunity for you and a guest to take a tour of the star. You got a catered lunch. And then you got the opportunity to sit in a special section to watch the Cowboys practice. Can you imagine, like, being able to buy such an experience? Yeah, where, where do I go to purchase that? can't buy such an experience. Let's get However... Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Caller number ten. Hut hut. Net will win. Here we go. We'll win that opportunity for you and a friend. December twentieth, a Cowboys practice experience, which I'm pretty sure includes getting to talk to AI Jerry. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. If you miss out on it, G Bag will also be doing this, and we will do this again tomorrow. Now, how about some Mike likes it? Yeah. I'm going to change up Mike Likes It based off of what Corey just did. Oh. You know, it's interesting. If anybody says Omaha, our sports brains Peyton go Manning. to Peyton Manning. Yeah. Every time we hear Here We Go the rest of our lives, will yep. we just think of Dak Prescott? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be in my mind all the time. And like, it, is that uh, Here We Go is said a lot. Yeah, like, here we go. Now, obviously, saying it like that, yeah. but if you just hear Omaha Stakes or whatever, I for some reason, my brain goes to like, oh, yeah. Peyton Manning steaks. I don't know. He has nothing to do with like the Omaha steak or uh, company or whatever. He oh. might. I don't know. But I think here we go. Like if anybody ever says that at a game, like here we go, I'm going to be like Dak Prescott. Like I don't, I know that he had nothing to do with that. I don't think he's thinking, you know what? My, me saying here we go in this is going to like last forever. But as long as we keep hearing this, I don't know. Is he going to do it next year? Like, is this always going to be the cadence, or is he going to come up with a different If they different do one? well, he's going to keep doing right. it, right? But here we go is starting to become, like, in my house, you know when you talked about the irritating things? Yes. I don't know if I've become irritating or not, but a lot of times when I'm just walking around, I'll just go, here we go, just because it's fun to say. And, and I'm wondering, 
when you just said that, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, my brain just went to, oh my gosh, the rest of our lives, anytime I hear, here we go, I'm going to think of Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. Even I was telling the kids, you know, we got to go. And you know, here we go. And I, I was thinking that same thing too. Yeah, Dak. Kevin, I said I thought he had was hypnotizing everybody on the team like in order to relax and be ready for the play. He was hypnotizing America, and that's what he was doing. He now has America in the palm of his hands. Oh. Just like he does that football and a baby in the future. Like crumble cookies do. Oh, man. Well, he man. doesn't look like we're getting crumble cookies. Uh, from See, the 682, I'm not a Cowboys fan, and I even totally repeat, here we go. So there are people out oh. there that are totally in on that, too. Does any so Omaha is definitely Peyton Manning, right? Like, I mean, if you say Omaha, you Omaha! think. Of, but here we go, is Dak. Is there any other quarterback that has like some sort of cadence that we started remembering forever? Because I'm just thinking of Peyton Manning, and now I'm thinking of Dak Prescott, and I can't remember Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking of quarterbacks Brett Favre that played kind of 20 years that you would remember something they did and Omaha didn't come into effect until he went to the Broncos right I, like I don't remember Omaha's being a um deal with him with Indianapolis the I feel like blue 22 is Troy Aikman and now I could okay. be wrong but I feel like I always even in the commercial that he does he's doing black 22 black 22 on the the, the casino commercial that he's doing I feel like that's where that lies but I can't think of anything else, but when I hear Hut Hut, I think of Drew Pearson now because of what, oh, yeah. what he's built, even whenever he was given his little conversation Man, with everybody. I, I told you how much I love the Drew Pearson moment when we went up in the elevator together. He's like, that's what happens. No, you get in the Hall of Fame. But without question, and I know I've said it before, but when he was at Jared's charity event a couple of years ago, and he talked about how long it took him to get in the Hall of Fame, and he goes, even my wife, she was a widow. I was her second choice, too. Hut, hut. And I just thought that was so freaking funny. Everybody's saying on the fan text that it was Romo going, kill, 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 kill. Okay. Oh, I yeah. guess if I hear I the word kill, kill though, I don't think of Romo. But maybe, yeah, I don't you know. Either. Do you I don't like? either. I think of, like, whatever I'm watching. Like, it's okay. just a word, right? Okay. But I feel like at any point now, if I hear, here we go, I just want to go, here we go! What do you think of it's when so you... so fun to say. What do you think of when you hear, let's give something away? You. Thank you. We did it. The way you do that is awesome. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you won't, I won't... Ten people called in. Are you serious? At least ten people yes. wanted that. Heck yeah. So if you didn't... Well, we if, only have ten lines, so that's all that might be able to see. get told that you won... This one is over. I know some big time people one? at Bank yes. of America. I think they get to watch practice. Hold on, there's you an... have to own Bank of America or whatever to do it. <laughs> there's another day that we're gonna do that. Well, not only that, G Bag Nation will be doing the same giveaway. Get out of here! And Sean and RJ tomorrow, us tomorrow, and G Bag again tomorrow. Get so out of here! You still have multiple opportunities, but you got to keep locked on. Turn it on, leave it on. Okay, so now we get to another Mike likes it. So I haven't really discussed this on the air. But we have a new dog in the Bassick household. Now, really I'd like to just this. say this morning, our old dog, which isn't old. He's eight years old. I was obviously walking barefoot. I don't sleep with shoes on. Um, so I was going to the restroom and I stepped in something wet and I was like, oh. And I stepped in dog throw up. Oh, oh no. I was just laughing because you said you don't sleep with shoes on, and I was envisioning <laughs> somebody sleeping with shoes on. Well, that's how I was barefoot. You know, I f- assume most people are barefoot when they get out of bed. Now I'm like, maybe I should put slippers on just in case this maybe. happens again. 
I was happy it was dog throw up instead of dog poop. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but once <laughs> I realized I stepped in something kind of warm and wet, I was like, oh no. What did I just step in? And then I looked down and it was kind of a little bit of dog throw up. And that I was, was like, today? Well, yeah, it was this morning. Adrian said that our dog threw up when she went home to grab something a few minutes ago. That's wild. Yeah. Our dogs are throwing, they're on the same Which it cycle. makes me, it, it, here's what was weird about it. I was like, is our dog chewing food? It literally just looked like food. You know, like, I was like, <laughs> like, it just like it looks like the dog, yeah, it looks like the dog up. pellet still. I'm like, you didn't even chew this. Like, shouldn't you chew your food, dog? Okay, so I no, that's, I've seen that too. The whole bowl of food just comes back up. Some of it looks dry still. Yeah. What? Just that eat that, happen? dog. Oh no! Here's what's bad. It's still a little pellet. Here's well. Here's what's bad. Oh no! You put it back in the bowl. Stop. No. It. Okay. I stepped in it. Gross. And then I go downstairs and I'm like, hey Sue, um, one of the dogs threw up. I stepped in it. And then that's when I told her, for some reason, I feel like it's better that I stepped in dog throw up than dog poop. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. so anyways, she's like, well, whoever sees it has to clean it up. And I was like, oh, crap. So I go back upstairs like five minutes later and the dog throw up is gone. And the new dog did eat it. Oh, no. Oh, what the hell, so dude? Gross. I didn't, it's not my fault because I go. Oh my god! Because then I go back. I go, Sue, did you so clean up gross. the dog throw up? That is so. Gross. She's like, no, because I went back upstairs to clean it up. I was like, well, Dude, it's gone. Ranger just walks over there and starts. Ranger licking threw you. up. I think it was the new dog okay, Gabby gotcha. who oh, ate it. She was trying to show that Disgusting. she wanted to be part but of the family. But at least it, lo- it did look like normal dog food. I thought for sure a horrible you were going to so say, so, so my wife ended up cleaning it up after yeah. all. I, I did not see that Adrian, twist coming at all. Adrian cleans up the puke oh, in our house, gross, it, whether gross, it's dog gross. or or kids. That's I just, still had to clean up some of it. I use like whatever the Woolite dog spray. I don't think I did a very good job. I'm hoping <laughs> when I get home I can do better. I was like, I don't know how this works because it's not working well for me. Dear but goodness. Okay. So let's move on to the new dog. I have two minutes here. The new dog's name is Gabby. One of our friends' parents died, and so they had three dogs, and so these dogs were going to get put down, and so uh, the family convinced me to have another dog, even though I really didn't want another dog. So this dog is a golden doodle. Yesterday I said it might be like a lab poodle or something, and then you guys said it's a labradoodle. And then I got home. It's like, no, it's a golden doodle. That's the type of dog we have. Okay. Well, a golden doodle has a whole bunch of curly hair, okay? <laughs> so Saturday I'm at my kids' uh, basketball tournament. Congratulations to Bishop Lynch as they won the ninth grade basketball tournament in Keller. They beat Eulis uh, nice. Trinity for the championship. This afternoon they play Carter, uh, so I'm excited to go see that. Um but this new dog, the Golden Doodle, uh, needed to get groomed. And so Saturday, I get home from the basketball game, and this dog freaks me the F out. As I get home, and the dog is shaved, and it looks like a small greyhound. <laughs> I had no clue that this dog was this skinny because it kind of looked fluffy and maybe, I don't know, maybe a little heavy. But I was like, ah! It scared the crap out of me. Like it looked like a it was a freaking scary dog, yes. man. And then Sue's like, "No, tell her she's pretty. Tell her she's pretty." I'm like, "I don't think the dog can understand English. You can anything. understand Gabby. Its name. It's we didn't change her name. Her she's about a seven year old golden doodle. But man, when you shave down a golden doodle to mm-hmm. just it has a little bit of fur on it. It's not like 
you know, rat looking or whatever, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's scary. If I you ever, but it's hair it was looked like a different dog in yes. your house. It, the the hair was so matted and everything because it hadn't been groomed in I don't know I'm gonna guess over a year that the yeah. the the groomer said we just had to the best thing to do was to shave its hair off and to then let it regrow back. Uh, but man, if you've ever had a golden doodle, I guess, and you've had to shave it, mm-hmm. it looks like a completely different dog, and it still freaks me out. I'm getting more used to it, but when I come home, I'm like, you freak me out, man. <laughs> That's what you say to the dog? Yes. Okay. I, but then like, oh, now here's my question. We're out of time. Do you think the dog knows that it looks weird now? Yes. yes. I it's don't probably think, ashamed. I, I know you guys say that, but how does the dog know? It's not looking in a mirror and going, what What in the world happened to me? It feels the cool breeze on its body more than it did before because now all those matted curls aren't there. And it's probably just sitting there going, why did I deserve this chill that's happening right now? Uh, and then it's kind of like when it has to wear the cone. They put that cone okay. on them, and that's the cone of Ooh, shame. Bella does feel that way. I will say this Golden it. Doodle is a very good dog. So very, I don't know, breeds well, but this Golden Doodle seems like a very nice dog, pretty calm. Unfortunately, our stupid dog has taught it how to bark anytime anybody comes to the door like a madman. But that's just because our other dog is not the best dog. But... Anyways, golden doodles, nice dogs, freak you out, man, when they have to shave them. Freak out scenario. So we need to keep this dog. Once it gets its curls back, we need to keep those curls. Curls for the girls. You know what I'm saying, Kevin? Oh, my God. We're the KNC masterpiece, right? I do not want to be attached to that. I just wanted to say Jacob of Combine, Texas, was the winner of our giveaway today. Congratulations. Don't forget. G-Bag will be doing this giveaway. Sean and RJ will have it again tomorrow, as will G-Bag. Still opportunities to win this unique once-in-a-lifetime practice experience. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.